you are getting ready to listen to one of our Encounter Worship Nights. We gather the first Tuesday night of every month with other local worship teams and pastors to go deeper into worship and learn more about God. We hope to see you next month in person at our Encounter Nights. I hope y'all didn't come here for me tonight. I just might disappoint you. You can be seated. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys to do something for me. Anybody got a cell phone in here? Just take your cell phone out real quick. Real quick. Take your cell phone out real quick. Take a picture of yourself, the person beside you, whoever. Yes, 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 yes. Do that, please. And make sure you send that. Send that picture to the best pastors in the world, Pastor, Pastor uh, Curtis and, and Pastor Amy. Send that to them right now. Bombard their phone. Send it right now. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. We are here at Discover Church. I thank you for the opportunity to come to share God's word on your encounter worship services. Amen. Amen. Y'all got to talk back to me. Yeah, there we go. We are in church. I'm used to that. I got a question for you guys tonight. As God begins to move in this place, God, we ask for your anointing now in Jesus name. Real quick question for you. Um, have you ever tried to lose weight? Has anybody in this room ever tried to lose weight? I'm one of those people that go to the gym, but I still have a fat stomach. So I really don't really worry about losing weight anymore. My wife has been teasing me. I've been buying vegetables and fruit for about three days now. And so um, I think that's where and I got a brother back there. I won't. I'm just going to point over this way, probably, and I won't tell you who it is, but uh, we're on, I, we haven't really officially made an agreement that we're on this journey yet. Uh, we might tag Fred over here and say, Fred, come along with us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, losing weight is harder once you get older. Amen. Huh? How about the first few pounds that you lose? What is that? Usually what? Water weight, right? And some people say that that doesn't really count, uh, but I count it when the scale goes down. Amen. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. How many of you ladies have ever just lost weight just because you want to get in an outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose weight. How about it? You ever want to lose weight just because you're going on vacation? You got to look good for people that you don't even know. Hmm? I had my 25th, 20th class reading. I don't even know now. A couple years ago, I tried to look a lot, tried to lose a little weight. I wanted to look good, right? Some of us use, lose weight because we're in a competition or whatever. We have to get in a certain weight class. How many of us can agree that losing weight is what? Hard. Losing weight is hard. No matter what reason you have to lose weight, losing weight is hard. I had a friend the other day that put a uh, Facebook picture on. 
that's not right. He put a picture on Facebook of uh, himself that he had just ate one salad and he was looking at himself in the mirror and he was like disappointed because it didn't work. <laughs> See, like me, I look good from the front. It's when I turn to the side that I got a problem. Because see, being as short as I am, I can just walk, I can just drive through the drive-thru and not get anything and get fatter. <laughs> y'all not with me. Y'all not with me. Y'all too churchy. Y'all don't know what it feels like to be short and fat. But it's okay. It's okay. Wait, <laughs> somebody said all I got to do is smell it. That's me. But I did cook a pot of greens this afternoon. Let somebody say amen. We're in Sussex County, so I know everybody know what greens are. Weight Watchers says this, wellness that works. That's their new mantra, wellness that works, Weight Watchers. Let me take a drink on that one. I'm going to trust that our, that our media people are going to put up Hebrews 12 and 12 and 1. It says, wherefore, seeing we also are com compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside what? Every weight. And the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Somebody say it, amen. 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 We're going to break this part a little bit, and, and, and I hope I don't get a little bit too in-depth. I got some things wrote down, so if I get tongue-tied, don't worry about it. Y'all understand what I'm talking about, because I say y'all, this, that, and ain't. You got it? That's how my grandpa talked. I'm not dumb. He wasn't dumb. We were just from Sussex County, and that's just the way we talk. This, that, over there, and ain't, and that way. Freddie, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? There we go. There we go. I'm glad, Freddie. I'm so glad you're here. Every weight, every word, the, the word was sometimes used by writers to denote the excessive size and weight of the body which the athlete sought to reduce by means of training. Weight. But may also signify the encumbrance of any burden, unnecessary clothing. And the like. It is here best taken in a general sense as denoting anything that encumbers, anything that hinders you, as thus renders the athlete less fitted for the race. In the interpretation, we might perhaps think of the pressures of the earthly cares that we have as weight, amen? Where it not there were it not that the writer seems to have in mind the special dangers. Of the Christians amen now look wait anything that encumbers you or hinders you we just said weight is what hard to lose now I'm just gonna go away from that for a little bit because I could think I can explain it a little bit than that better than that lengthy uh, paragraph in this particular scripture right here it says let us lay aside every weight that so easily besets us now what the writer was talking about was he was using a metaphor of a race compared to our christian walk now when he says lay aside every weight he's talking about excessive clothing right 
that just might tangle us up while we run. Some of us ain't running too fast in here anymore, but it's okay. But nonetheless, if you try to run or you try to move and something is either too loose, too big, or too tight, what? It's going to hinder you from being able to move. Lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. So we got, in one sense, something that is too big. So if we run and it's too long, see, I'm a short guy, so all the pants from day one, my mom had to him. Because if not, I would walk and I would step on them and I would fall down. Are you following what I'm saying? So that was extra weight, that was extra baggage, that was extra clothing that was inhibiting my mobility. Oh, inhibiting. You like that word, don't you, Freddie? Inhibiting my mobility. It was limiting on me on what I could do. Limit me on my movement. Now the writer goes on. I, I, I just might forget the notes because it, it doesn't really matter right now. But the writer goes on and he says uh, 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 that weight may also be something that is too tight. Anybody ever gain a little bit of weight and you put something on and it's just a little bit too tight? I had a sweatshirt on that I thought I was going to wear here, but it, it, it just told on me a little bit too much right in here. So you know what? I took that off. Because you know what? I didn't want that to, be, to constrain me tonight because I wanted to be able to move. I wanted to, if, the, if God decided to say, keep shout a little bit or keep run a little bit, I wanted to be able to do it. Y'all not following what I'm saying here. Can I tell you that if you go around and you got things that are restricting you, that's considered a weight. If you got something on that's too big, if you're carrying around extra baggage, that's slowing you down. Y'all not with me right here. Everybody's fit and trim in this place tonight. Everybody's in shape, got your full cardio on, been on the Stairmaster this morning for a good 45 minutes. And y'all are all good to go. So do we understand what weight is right now? Can you just wave at me and say, I understand what weight is. I understand what weight is. But I just want to give, can I just give you just one more, one more definition of weight? This definition says it's a serious hindrance. A serious hindrance that hampers someone who desperately needs to advance. Anybody in here tonight desperately need to advance? Does anybody need to go what the old people said, another father? Do you need to go another father tonight? Well, if you do, let me tell you something. You're going to have to trim off some of that extra baggage. You, spiritually speaking, don't, don't look at me like that, Betty. I know. I know. Spiritually speaking, we're going to have to cut off some of that stuff that we try to hang on to. Huh? Some of that stuff that we say is not that bad. Let me, what, whoa, I, I'm going too fast. Wait a minute. Slow down. Frank says slow down. Pastor Frank says slow down. Soak it in. And the sin which thus so easily beset us. Sin which easily 
or completely surrounds us. Surrounds us. Sin, which is not only surrounds us, but li listen to this. It's kind of a, a crazy thing here if you, if you look at it like this. A sin that completely surrounds us, but it's a sin that is so easily overcome. Hmm. That's like a positive and a negative and, and, and a magnet goes together. It really doesn't make any sense, but it goes together. A sin that completely surrounds us, but on the other hand, it's a sin that we can so easily overcome. So if it's something that we can so easily overcome, why hang on to it? Are we trying to have an encounter? Is that the reason why we show up? Well, I'm going to tell you now. If it's so easy to get rid of, let it go. <laughs> Sin through which man is easily brought into danger. Can I tell you, it's just a little thing sometimes that leads up to the big danger. Word signifies well or easily surrounded. Easily surrounding. The writer is comparing sin with a garment. Now we compared weight with a garment. Now we're comparing what? Sin to a garment. Can we interchange those two, two words? Sin and weight as a garment. Now put those three together. Sin, weight, garment. Got it? I can't, I can't go but so slow because Pastor Curtis told me I only had 10 minutes. Oh, somebody said he's not here. <laughs> it is a loosely fitting garment by which the runner becomes entangled and he trips. Or one that clings that is too tight. The sin that hangeth on or that hangeth so fast on. The sin that hangeth on so easily besets us something that just you know just hangs on it and everywhere you go it's just following you around you ever see somebody that used the bathroom and they come out and they don't know they got toilet paper on the shoe and everybody laughs and everybody says oh look at them oh look at them and they got that toilet paper on the shoe. You don't know what's on there. But it's clinging, right? And it's hanging on. And everywhere you go, the toilet paper goes. A sin that so easily besets us is like walking around with toilet paper on your shoe. It's just as simple if somebody said, hey, man, you got toilet paper on your shoe. It's that easy to let it go. But if you don't, it just what? It hangeth. It hangeth on. And it follows you around everywhere you go. Evident that what? You just used the bathroom. Y'all didn't know we was going to be talking about that, but it's okay. The sin that hangeth on. The analogy clearly points to much at, oh, I like this one. 
Did you know the sin? Now, now it's another part of a definition because we're smarter than what most people think. But this word be, it so easily besets us is it means also means admired. Mm. Admired or we can interchange admired with popular. What's one what's something that's popular to do nowadays? That as a Christian, we probably shouldn't do that. It's a sin that is so easily besets us and everybody's everybody's doing it. You see, your third grader, when he comes home and he says something to you, the first one of the things that he usually says is, you know, everybody's doing it. And you as a parent, so I don't care what somebody else, I ain't their mom. It doesn't matter if everybody else is doing it. You're my child. You're not going to do that. Can I tell you tonight, God is saying, you're my child. You're not going to do that. The sin that so easily besets us, something that's popular. Something that the crowd, something that the world says, it's okay. Don't worry about that. Everybody's doing that. We're having an encounter for sure now, huh? Hallelujah. Somebody give God a praise in this place. I think you can do better than that. I said somebody give God a praise in this place. Admired by the crowd. I hope that I don't repeat myself here, but if we go back to the runner that is in the race, this admired thing is this. The runner is encouraged to take off the weight, to take off the garment, to take off the sin. Why? So he can get on the line and when the gun goes off, poof, he can go, right? But guess what? Sometimes the crowd admires the garment more than they do the runner. So the crowd in the world says, don't take it off. Y'all following what I'm saying? Don't take off the garment because we admire the garment more than we do the runner. Can I tell you right now, there are some people around you that do not have your best interests at heart. As long as you wall around in the sin with them, they cool with you. You like that vernacular? They cool with you. As long as you're doing the same thing that they're doing, they're cool with you. The minute you make up your mind to lose weight, they say, oh, no, that's too hard. I'm not eating vegetables all day. I can't pray with you that long. I can't hold you accountable. I like you better the other way. When we was around there dragging our toilet paper around, I liked you better the other way. Why? Because I could point at you and make fun of you. Y'all not with me. Go along with the crowd to be admired. Oh, my God. Do you know that Jesus loves us? Do you know how much he loves us? <laughs> I don't think you do. 
The writer also describes sin as, a, as an obstacle to the race. The runner himself is actually wearing the obstacle. The obstacle is the garment. Whether it be too tight or it be loose. It's not like you're running the race and all of a sudden this wire is the obstacle. You are actually wearing the obstacle. Can I ask you how much sense does that make to wear something that's holding you back? You think about that for a second. How much sense does that make when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know what? Um, your weight is up here. You need to be down here. And you had not at least try. Tonight, the word is you have to at least try. Lay aside every weight that so easily beset. It's easy to get rid of it, but it's easy to keep it. Just because somebody else says so. Mm. Not a sin or action that you can necessarily see. How many of us know how to come to church on Sunday, on Tuesday? We come to all the meetings. We know how to talk. We got the right vocabulary. We got some scriptures memorized. You know, we, we, we don't have the kind of weight that everybody can see. We don't have the kind of outward sin that, that, that the drug addict has walking up and down the street. We don't look like the lady that just goes from door to door doing anything and everything. We don't, we, we don't look like her. We got driver's license. We pay our taxes. We're good people. We're not like them. How many of us have sin or actions that nobody can see? Hmm? Can I tell you something about the garment? Sometimes the garment looks good on the inside, but you open the garment up and it's got a rip on the inside. Can I tell you this? That if you're an athlete and you work out in something and if you wear it, you know underneath of here what happens? Huh? But see, from here to there, you can't see that. You don't know the effect of the sweat and the stink and the until what? You get close enough. See, that garment is something else. It not only can just be, thank you, God, just can't be only just loose or too big or too tight. Sometimes the garment can stink. And nobody know it but you. Can we get real personal just for a second? Just because I think we family. We can't get no more family than talk about toilet paper on the shoe. I'm sorry. So we're just going to go a little farther. Who is the first person that knows that you stink? Yourself. You ever get about three quarters through the day and be like, woo, I, I. I'm going to have to keep these arms down. <laughs> you ever go in the bathroom and check, check the breath a little bit? See, my nose is messed up from a past life, so sometimes I have to ask somebody else. 
Am I all right? Am I good? You good? All right. I usually wear too much cologne because my nose is broke. It's okay. It's okay if you laugh. It's okay. I don't care. I'm going to smell good instead of stink. But sometimes we got sins that you can't necessarily see. Do you know weight looks like pride? Do you know sometimes, you know, uh, uh, that, that weight looks like haughtiness? All we're doing sometimes is interchanging words because sometimes, you know, we understand one word better than we do the, do the other. Pride, ha pride, haughtiness. You ever got that friend that always got to one-up you? Huh? You got that friend that, that just knows everything? That's, that's a sign of pride. That's, that's what that is. That's a sign of arrogance. You don't necessarily see that. You know, you, you can't smell arrogance. You can't, you can't see pride. But when it happens, you, 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 you feel it. Huh? Sin that you can't necessarily see. How about a sin of unbelief? You ever tell a three-year-old, don't touch the stove, hot. See, unbelief is, it, my pop-up used to say it like this, boy, you're hard-headed. <laughs> don't touch the stove, hot. Pop-up was only going to tell you so many times. Then guess what? Let you go over there, touch the stove. Oh, you say, hot. <laughs> unbelief puts you in that category that's a sin you don't necessarily see unbelief and because you don't believe you won't change your actions you won't strip off that garment you won't lay aside that weight that so easily besets y'all with me unbelief does this right here unbelief makes you use scripture to justify your action. Ugh. Ugh. You know them churchy, 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 churchy people that know all the scriptures, like can just King James or Latin and Greek and all that, always got all these scriptures to cover up the stuff that they do? Can I say it one more time? The churchy, churchy, churchy people that know the Greek, the Latin, the Hebrew, Ebonics um, that know the whole Bible and use scripture to cover up what they do. Y'all not with me. You don't know. You don't know them kind of people. They use scripture to say, you know what? Um, you know, the Bible says, you know, wine is good for the stomach. I'm going to look over here. I'm going to preach to the guitar. Guitarists in the Bible that Jesus turned water into wine. You hear me, symbols? We're gonna go a little bit further. I don't know. I didn't smell. I didn't smell. Look, look, look. We family, so we're going somewhere. I didn't smell no weed when we walked in here. Sometimes people will try to hit you with a scripture. God gave the herbs for the. 
Just because you got a scripture for it don't mean you're right. You need to lay that mess aside. Huh? You can't walk around being effective. You can't, you can't run a race with all this stuff hanging on you. Can I tell you you can't run a race with, with, with that one beer on the side door of your refrigerator? The one that's down the bottom that's, that's, that's turned. So if you open the refrigerator, nobody won't see the label. Can I tell you that that, that that one beer down the bottom on the side of the refrigerator is a weight? Can I tell you that? Can I tell you that if we want a true encounter with God, I better leave this alone before I break it. Um, if you want a true encounter with God, you're going to have to clean out that refrigerator. See, your, your, your refrigerator got your dirty, nasty, too big garment on it. I'm going to leave that alone. Because some of y'all got a refrigerator, a pantry, and a freezer. And a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a refrigerator in the garage. That's what you got. Can I tell you that unbelief looks like I don't believe in that tithing stuff. See, that unbelief would get in there and tell you, you know, tithing was in the Old Testament. But we're just going to leave that one right there. And you wonder why you don't have no money in the bank. And you wonder why your bills are late. And you wonder why, you know, you, 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 you can't lose weight. You wonder why your, 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 your children are bad. You wonder why. You wonder why stuff comes from out of nowhere and just hits you and bombards you and, and disrupts your life. You want to know why? Because you're following the crowd. The crowd says it's okay to have a beer in your refrigerator. The crowd is saying it's okay to just smoke a little bit of weed because you're anxious. See, the crowd is saying that you don't have to give all your money to that church. And I'm going to tell you now, be careful with your money. Don't give all your money to the church. Oh, Lord, he's a preacher and he said that. Be wise and be mindful and find good ground to put your money in. Good ground. You might have a good seed in bad ground. So guess what's going to happen? Seed ain't going to come up. All right, we're going to leave that alone. I like doing offerings, so I'm going to leave that alone. Where are we at here? The loose garment, the, the, two, the, the, the tight garment begins, oh, wow, listen at this. The loose garment, the tight garment begins to manifest itself outwardly. So because I won't take that garment off or, or that, that's, that's too big or too tight, now all of a sudden I walk around and I'm angry all the time. I'm agitated all the time. Nobody can't say nothing to you. Don't, you, you, you. You're not a pleasant person. You're just not fit to be around. You know what? You just get on my nerves. Your garment is too tight. Your garment is too loose. The garment manifests itself in depression. Oh, woe is me. 
The garment also manifests itself in addictions. Sometimes we don't look at it like an addiction, but it is. If anything that you hold on to in a crutch and you can't operate, you can't go through your day without it, it's an addiction. Some of you, if you left your cell phone home tonight, you wouldn't come to church. Don't look at it that way, but you, you, you know, sometimes the garment looks like anxiety, anxious. Can I tell you that sometimes uh, the garment looks like withdrawal? I'm not going to be around anymore. I'm going to pull myself away because I just need time to myself. Sometimes you just got that garment of withdrawal on, right? Can I tell you something that the people that love you, the people that are close to you, notice it? And you'll know who your true friends are. You'll know who your true brothers and sisters are. You'll know somebody that cares about you because they'll say, hey, hey, come here, man. Shh, shh, shh. Don't walk out there. Toilet paper. Those are the people that love you. Those are the people that care about you. Amen. Betty, don't look at your watch. Don't look at your watch. Thank you, God. Can I tell you this? If you don't take that garment off, y'all ever see that commercial that the guy is riding around in like 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 a, a, a sock car or dog car or whatever, and the people get in his car, and they're like, oh, man, it smells like a dog in here, but he can't smell it. You become nose blind. You, you, you become used to your garment being tangled. You come, become used to the garment being too big. You become used to the garment being too tight. Betty, I tell you, I got two sticky notes on the mirror on, on, by, by where my toothbrush is because I have a weight that I have to get off. And if I don't keep it in front of me, it's, it's, it's a bad weight. It's a heavy weight. It's not a good weight at all. Y'all want me to tell you what it is? Procrastination. Somebody, somebody over here said, I got that too. See, that's a weight y'all don't see. Y'all don't know nothing about it. And the reason why I tell you, because I'm going to beat it. I'm going to be better. In 2020, it's not going to get me. I'm going to take that weight off. I'm going to take that weight off. We're going somewhere, y'all. Hold on. I keep stopping because I'm not computer savvy and this iPad keep cutting off and it's getting on my nerves. As a runner, you must be sure. As a runner, you must be sure. You cannot be confused. Can I tell you this? As a runner, you can't be afraid of dust. You can't be afraid of sweat. Can I tell you this? You must work hard and you must exhaust your muscle and you must exhaust your lungs. Cardio. Spiritual cardio is what wins the race. Can I tell you this? If you are panting, <laughs> you still got to do all you can to reach the goal. So... The writer here puts it for this is the only characteristic of the race of the race. He only 
gives the race one description. Listen at this. It is to be run with patience. Can I tell you this? It's just, you, here you go. Not merely with passive endurance. So you can't run the race. If it's, if, 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 if it's a 100-meter dash, you can't get on the treadmill and put it on one. Does that make sense? You, look, I'm going I'm to I'm imitate how some of y'all go to the gym. Can I tell you that running like that isn't going to benefit you at all? You go to the gym pretty and you come out pretty. How many of us go through life pretty every day? How many of us go to church pretty and come home pretty? How many of us go to church, go to church and leave looking the same way? Didn't I just tell you that in order to run, you cannot be afraid of the dust? You cannot be afraid of sweat. Every now and then, you got to get a little bit ugly to be able to run this race. You got to. Do you know I hate cardio? That's why I got this gut. But at 51 years old, lifting weights does not, is not going to benefit me as much as if I get myself up there on that treadmill. Y'all not with me. Can I tell you that tonight is a spiritual cardio? Can I tell you that tonight is when we have to lose all this weight? If we had a contest in here right now and I said $100,000 to the biggest loser, how many of you guys would be all in? I got hands going up. I got people shaking their head. I got everything going on, right? $100,000 to the biggest loser. How can we compare earthly possessions? How can we compare earthly possessions to heavenly possessions? What if the prize that we're going to win is eternal life? Is it worth losing the weight? <laughs> I need to tell you this right here. I'm going to close. You have to learn to run off a variety of fuel. You have to learn to use different techniques for different terrains. You have to learn how, am I in a relay race? And I pass off the baton to Betty and let her go a little further. Am I in a sprint where I'm just going to go all out right off the bat? Keep my stride. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing to get to the finish line. Am I running in a marathon where at first I'm using my muscle? And then about halfway through the race, now I'm on my cardio. And about three quarters to the race to finish, now I'm on my sugar. See, 
that's how runners run. And you wonder how, how in the world can that person run 26 miles? They're not running like this all the time. They're not running like that all the time. They use a variety. Sometimes the stride is long. Sometimes it's short and choppy. Sometimes they're running on the heels. Sometimes they're using all kinds of things. But they have trained to run the race. Do you know sometimes you need a prayer partner? And sometimes you got to go in the closet and you got to get your box of tissues. Hey, look, they got them tissues out now with uh, 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 Vicks in them. Open your nose up. Sometimes you got to get you some of them and go in that closet and close the door and say, God, it's just me and you. I'm going to empty this out. I'm going to snot and I'm going to cry. It ain't nobody's business but me and yours. Some, you know, sometimes you got to run the race like that. Sometimes the race looks like coming in a setting like this on a Tuesday. We were just here Sunday. But on a Tuesday, I just got to get a little bit more. I got to make it to the end of my week. Sometimes the race looks like this right here. Sometimes the race looks like picking up the, 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 the telephone and saying, hey, man, you got me today. The race looks like that sometimes. Sometimes it's you picking up the phone and saying, man, I got you. Huh? The race looks like that sometimes. Now, I want to tell you this right here. We've talked about weight. We've talked about all this heaviness or whatever. But there, there's, there, there's a place in the Bible that he says, put on <laughs> a garment of praise. See, God will replace that heaviness that we've been carrying around. That weight that we've been carrying around. Hmm? That garment, see, he wants us to take off that old garment. That garment of the, all that mess that we've been carrying around. So what? He says, you know what? Keith, come over here. He know I like clothes. He said, Keith, come over here. I got something over here in this closet just for you. You don't got a hem up. It's not too short. It's not too big. It's not too tight. It's just for you. Here, Keith, put on this garment of praise. Can I tell you that the garment of praise feels much better than that garment of weight and heaviness and anxiety and depression and procrastination? Can I tell you that garment of praise feels so much better than that? You know why? Because it fits me to the T. See, Scott, you can't wear my garment of praise. <laughs> and I'm glad it's right. I'm glad you can't because your arms is too long. See, Freddie, you can't get in mine. Huh? Can I tell you, you cannot wear somebody else's garment of praise as much as you may think you want to. If you see somebody in church going for broke, you don't know what they're going through. You cannot fit their garment of praise. Ah. Uh, somebody stand to your feet. Somebody come up here and play real quick. Father, we bless you right now. Somebody just give them a praise in the place. God, thank you for that garment of praise, God. God, thank you for removing that heaviness right now, God. Father, God, give us the boldness, God, and, and, and the want to, the tenacity, the desire, Lord God, to lose this weight, Lord God. God, you are so good to us, God, that you remind us in your word, God. 
that some stuff is easy. <laughs> we just got to want it. God, we thank you that it doesn't matter what anybody else says about us, God. But that you know right where we are. God, you know how we are. God, you know what we are. God, most of all, you know who we are. Because, God, you said that we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And that he is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And that he makes intercession for us. God, we bless you tonight.